It's been a hard day's night well, I've been working like a dog It's been a hard day's night well, He's not from Liverpool anymore no. Our very own Tony Brennan doing that, isn't that great? That is great Hello, Leah Hello, how are you, Sean? I'm very well, thank you And in the hot seat Hello, Deirdre Hello, Sean, <laughs> hello, Leah The hands go up to the temples <laughs> What well, am I doing? <laughs> at least we didn't ask her to sing, Sean. No, That's right. no, please. My sons would say, Mum, don't. <laughs> oh, really? Even my grandson says, no, Nana. Oh, so oh, it yes. sounds like you are a singer, <laughs> but they encourage you not to be. <laughs> we used to say, oh, yes, you could be a singer because you got a head like a sewing machine. When I was at school. Oh, a head no. like a sewing, sewing machine? I've you never know, heard a, that. A singer sewing machine? Oh, oh a singer. He's, he's too young. <laughs> No, at school they used to say that to yeah. us. See, but he won't get the joke. Oh, no. We're old enough yeah. to get the joke. Yeah. Th- thank you for informing me. I appreciate <laughs> that. You know, sewing machines. Yeah, yeah. In the olden days, you used to sew yeah. clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what a sewing machine is. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know what a singer is. I just had never heard that before. Mm. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, welcome to the short shift. Thank you. The, um, the international nurse of the year. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to try that again. Mm. <laughs> the international... Year of, of the, the nurse, nurse and the midwife. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yes. I reckon it. by December I'm going to get this out clean. And, and most of the nurses would have seen that Facebook memes where the nurse is talking to another nurse and she says, when they said it was going to be International Year of the Nurse and Midwife, this is not what I had in mind. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. No one could no. have predicted this. No. But welcome Thank you. to you, Deirdre Joseph. <laughs> Just so that we could get the formal <laughs> introductions out there. Deirdre comes to us, for those who don't know her, comes to us from Theatre Lena Valley. I do. And Dressed you know, in your blue scrubs today, welcome. Yes. I've just left Arvin's Theatre. Oh, um, have you? Yeah. All in and you've got all the, the bodily fluid off your arms. And Absolutely, oh. I've done a... Thanks. <laughs> yes, no, I've done all that. Mm. So, Deirdre, I'm really excited because... I know you've been here for a long time. I don't know how long, and I'm this hoping. This is my twenty-sixth year. Wow. wow! I'm working with people who have never, who aren't that old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, serious, serious. Wow. Yeah, we've got that younger people over there. It's frightening. So I'm excited to hear your journey, your journey at Calvary, and your nursing journey because um, I have no idea about you and who you are. I've learnt that you have grandchildren. One. One. Grandson. Okay. So. Can we start with, okay, 26 years. Mm. Did you come fresh from the PTS Royal. or uh, from um, fresh from the Royal after training? No, I trained in Sydney. Okay. Can, can we go even further back? How yeah. about you as a kid? Thinking <laughs> about nursing? Where did no, that come I'll into the picture? I'll tell you why I chose nursing. Yeah. Because I'm not a glamour puss by any stretch of the imagination and I'm no fashionista. So, I thought I need a job where the uniform will be supplied. (laughs) (laughs) So, it was either nursing or I thought maybe I could be a chef because they have a uniform. They do. I wasn't, uh, even though I do am sporting a a moon boot at the moment and I have said to people, it's a sporting injury. And just like you, you you laugh (laughs) because uh, I'm not a sporting person so... You know, the police force or the defences, because they would have a, you know, physical that you oh, had to do. The, the PT requirement. That wasn't going to be for me. 
Um, so that's why I chose nursing. So I think true, that is the, true vocation there, Sean. <laughs> you searched deeply within your soul and you couldn't see it because it was covered by a uniform and you thought, that's and the I one thought, I want. This is the job for me. And, and then you went into the theatre because you get scrubs. Well, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. So you trained in? in at Balmain Hospital in Sydney. Okay. All right. And then went to work at Westmead for several years. Uh-huh. Was in charge of the vascular and transplant services out oh, there. So you were a, n- a numb at some point. Mm. Oh, okay. C- can I ask for the non-nurse in the room, what did training look like when you trained back then? Oh, Sorry, just fabulous. a couple of years ago. It was <laughs> fabulous because it was in a hospital. Yeah. And it was a lot of um Fun, a lot of drinking. They li- they lived in. They <laughs> we lived, lived in. in. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. lived in the nursing They had curfews that they didn't meet. All this sort. Matron was, you know, mm. grouchy and mm. she didn't like me. <laughs> there should be musicals made about this. <laughs> oh no, I don't think so. Well, you, you, <laughs> yeah, it no, sounds I'm like you would have been, been doing enough singing as it was anyway. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Training was very good. I loved okay. it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And did you want to be a nun or did you fall into no, that No, I just sort of fell into it. Um, I liked doing vascular. I used to try. I used to teach the um, the core students the vascular and the transplant component. Okay. And um, Westmead was relatively new to the transplant, so there was only a few of us that did it. So I was there for a while and thought, oh, I might like to do something else. So then went and did my midwifery and can then I, thought... Can I just go back to transplants for a moment? Mm-hmm. How long ago was this? So I don't want to give in away all your secrets. A- in the 80s. So how, how new was transplant surgery in the 80s? Because um, I've heard was, horror stories about around, the early days. It was around, yeah. but mostly there was an odd heart here or there, um, very few livers, mostly kidneys. And we did the first, and I actually scrubbed for the first combined kidney and pancreas transplant in New South Wales. Wow. So we, uh, we put the pancreas in because it's less forgiving than a kidney. And, um, yeah, that took – I started work on Monday morning, did my usual shift, and then heard about the transplant, stayed all night, went wow. home Tuesday morning. Mm. Yeah. So I guess transplant surgery's changed a lot since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. So – It was a big deal. You know, we would, we would do maybe six a year probably, if right. that. This is back in the mid-'80s. So I was listening to a story by one of the – the pioneers of liver transplant surgery. And he was saying, I think this was in Chicago, and they used to have to cancel all elective surgery in the whole city um, for the week leading up to that transplant. Wow. And they, yeah. would, they would get all of these units of blood, and it was so inefficient and bloody, he said that they would have to put towels at the theatre door to stop the blood <gasps> running under. Oh. It was just so much blood wasted and used through the process. So it sounds, by the look on your face, it sounds like... Those early days were, were yeah, long before no, you got to transplant. Had, I mean, we, we had to, we, um, if we had the recipient was in one, one room and the donor was in another, we, uh, there was no keyhole surgery. The only keyhole surgery did back then was a lap collie and that was relatively new. Mm-hmm. Lap collie. A, a coll- having your gallbladder out. Okay, gotcha. And, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dummy. You've got to be, use big words. <laughs> and um, so it was all open to get the kidney out. But putting the kidneys in is, you know, very nice. And once you connect the blood flow, yeah. it produces urine on the table straight away. 
Mm. Well, it's really mm. satisfying because you see this yeah. urine see come out and ah. join it all up. And so, why did you leave that area? What I left, I went to do. My, I thought, oh, I'm a bit, you know, it's turning into a bit like Groundhog Day. Was it? Yeah. And I thought I'm going to do my midi. Hated it from <laughs> the start to the end. Oh, I'd how did you? No, could I did. I went. You know, if I was still at work, if I was at Westmead, I'd be doing this this list now. Oh, I wonder what they're doing. I bet they're doing something really good. <laughs> oh, you know, so eked it out. Never practised as a midwife. Oh, okay. Because I just thought, no, nah, this is not for me. Not for Went you. back to theatre. It, was it midwifery that you didn't like or you just really missed the action of the theatre? Oh, I think I missed the action of the theatre. Even though, and when I did my when I did my midwifery, they would have called for volunteers to scrub for if they had to have a Caesar. <laughs> well, <laughs> people were pushed out of the way. Get out of my way! Get out of my way! It was the parting, oh, the, the parting of the Red Seas. <laughs> it the looked like that. And way. there was a lot of people there that would go. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So uh, I was more than happy to step in and do the Caesars when I was needed. So, so then you went back to theatre. Went back to theatre at Mona Vale. Ah, yes. And Mona Vale is, for any of your uh, television fans out there, that's where Home and Away is filmed. Okay. That Ah, hospital is is Mona Vale Hospital. That's Deidre Joseph's claim to fame. Yeah. Oh, and my other – when I was a student nurse, I worked at All Saints. No, no, it was called Concord. But that other TV program, All Saints, mm. was filmed at Concord. <laughs> I was never in any of those oh. shows. No, this is that. We just filmed there. Oh, very Australia cool, weeps so. as they realise what they've missed out on. Oh, yes. I'm shedding a tear <laughs> as we speak. So, um, so then moved down from Sydney to Hobart. Worked at St John's for... St John's Theatre. St John's Theatre ah. for a bit. Left there, went to the Royal for many years. Came out here. Wow, there you go. 25 and a bit years ago. And so at, at what point did your family begin in this long journey? Had my both my sons while I was working at the Royal. Okay. Yeah. So you came down to, to ta- Tasmania by yourself? Or no, I came you... down with my husband at the time, who's yep. not now. But that's, you know, that's all good. Um, so then, because we thought if we wanted a lifestyle, yeah, to for us to have a lifestyle in Sydney, we'd have to live miles away from anything. <laughs> mm. Spend your lifestyle in your car, community. yeah. And so it was. Um, his parents lived at Castle Forbes Bay, so we came down here to visit them once and went, uh, yeah, this is for us. <laughs> <laughs> so we just sort of put the wheels in motion, and he's a diver and. Ah, uh, okay. And he was working down the fish farms and... And your sons have remained in Tassie? Yep. One, uh, he's, he, he's a diver as well, uh, works yes. with his father. Okay. He works at the north of the state, comes home on the weekend to annoy his mother. <laughs> Came home last night. Um, and my other son is a fly-in, fly-out FIFO guy who um, project manages solar farms on the mainland. Oh. But he can't do that at the moment no. because of the virus. So he's uh, working in their head office, which is in Deloraine. So it's a Tassie company. Someone has a head office in Deloraine? In Deloraine. Who would have thought? There's got to be grief. something in Deloraine. Yeah. <laughs> Deloraine, call again. That's all I could remember about that sign when you leave. Deloraine, call <laughs> again. Really? That's what it says. I haven't seen that. And they live in Devonport. Okay. So, um, and that's the father of my grandson. 
Darling, so your sweet. grandson's far away. Yeah, and Max. you can't visit him at the moment. No, but we FaceTime all the time. Yeah, Maxie and I. How old's Max? He's three and a half. Gorgeous. He likes to play hide and seek with Nana on the phone. <laughs> Come on, Nana, and then he'll put me in the drawer. And then he goes and he puts me in the drawer and then he hides in the same spot every time and I have to count and then I have to pretend that I'm looking for him and then I go, found you! And he goes, oh, found me again, Nana. Oh, and then That is he, the sweetest thing and ever. And then he hides me. Usually I have to go under the bed and then he walks around going, where is Nana? Where is Nana? I can't find her. Found you! Oh, then... You know, so that's so cute. that's probably every two or three days we have a FaceTime chat to each nice. other. And so <laughs> it's so funny. And um, in terms of nursing in this mm-hmm. long career you've had, would you have done anything different? No. No. I have no regrets of anything that I've ever done. It's pointless. So despite that you, you chose it for the uniform... <laughs> It actually was a career it that was a good, fitted It well. was a very good move on my behalf. Yes. yes. Okay. Well done, dear. I thought it was all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although Some early days I think, why did you do this? <laughs> but most of the 95% of the times it's a good move. I reckon you'd have the personality to run a kitchen though. Yeah, I wouldn't be a Gordon Ramsay. I'd be going, oh, don't worry about that. Pick that up. That'll be a three-second rule. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, you'll be right. You'll be right. No, no I won't. Oh, uh, yeah. Deirdre's Kitchen. <laughs> I can see the yeah, reality TV show. There wouldn't be any of that frou-frou and no big plates with, you know, minute the serves. The No. It'll be big plates, big serves. The good chicken palm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Big, as, big yeah. as your head. You know, all that sort of smearing and all <laughs> those sort of <laughs> the flowers. The sauce and... and, and mm. No, is that called frou frou? Oh, it is in my kitchen. Oh, okay. It would be. There'd be sign and say, no, no frou frou here or something. <laughs> or maybe that's what I could call it frou frous. No, well, we're, we're very glad that you stuck to nursing yeah. in, in that sense. And um, what's your specialty in theatre, Deidre? Um, gyne, okay. colorectal, uh-huh. bit of urology, okay. bit of neurosurgery today. Ah, um, what's your favourite? Are you allowed to say? Well, my favourite is vascular, but we don't do any of that anymore. No. I like a bit of... I like the colorectal. I like the gyne. Mm. So... Um, I, I take from you that you like variety. And yeah. Any, any, too much of one thing is too much. Yeah. 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 Um, for the non-nurse in the room, what is vascular surgery? It's like veins, varicose... Not varicose veins, but like anything to do with your veins, your veins and arteries... So if there's a blockage, you know, okay. in your neck, you've removed that and put a patch on and okay. aorta, aortas. We do a little bit in cath lab, but yeah. not a lot. Yeah, okay. No. Lovely Cathy too. And so mm. early on in the piece, you said it felt like Groundhog Day. Yeah. But here we are decades later and you're loving it. <laughs> what it changed? Was. Did midwif- oh. midwifery cure you? I and think you thought, midwifery went, <laughs> I'm back. See, see. The grass isn't always greener. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And I found that when I was – when I first – because when I worked at Westmead, there was 16 operating theatres. So you were lucky if you worked with somebody who lived in the same suburb as you. Mm. And then left there and went to – did my midwifery, went to Monavale, same – there was only – that was a small hospital, small theatres – but um, everyone was sort of scattered far and wide. Then came to, to work at St John's 
and that was the first private hospital I've worked at and thought, first of all, there was, we all stopped for morning tea. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we all sit around and we all have a chat. And, oh, by the way, I'll drop that off at you. I'll drop that book off to you, at, you know, this afternoon on uh. the way home. These people are just so social and they're so, you know, my sit, son sits next to your son at school and it was all too much for me. <laughs> Quickly got out of that and went to the Royal where... Especially as a Sydney girl, that yeah. would have been really weird. Very strange. And because we were, at the time, we were living in at Jeeveston and uh, we bought a house at Jeeveston. Um, Andrew was working down at Dover. Bless the people at Dover. <laughs> they don't get out much. You know, Hewanville's a big day out for them, really. Yeah. I mean, no offence to over people. But so they'd say to him, oh, so your wife just comes home on the weekends. Oh, oh really? No. And he'd say, no. Oh, surely she doesn't travel all that way to work. And they went, well, you know, like, you don't get a traffic light to get to the bottom of the outlet yeah. when you wow. come from Jeevston. Uh-huh. And you can travel that... Dis, you can travel that amount of time and only go 10 kilometres in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. We can go 60 kilometres so in Hobart yeah. and, you know, you're there. Whereas, and so they were like, oh, oh she can't possibly be doing that. <laughs> She's a martyr. <laughs> so, you know, late shifts, early shifts. Mainlanders. Shifts. <laughs> yeah, freaks, freaks. And so then you made the move to Calvary, which yeah. now includes St John's. Mm. So how do you think... Calvary Lennon Valley Theatre has changed over the 26 years? Well, apart from changing its position, its location, you know, we've had the renovation, mm-hmm. uh, it's got more streamlined. It's more, um, it was a lot of, um, you know, hit, not hit and miss. I know that sounds a bit sort of daggy, but. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it's surgery to be hit and miss, do you? <laughs> no, 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 the surgery wasn't hit and miss. But. Um, you know, there was a lot of old school that people that were here when I first started that didn't like new people coming, that didn't like new thoughts. So, you know, gradually they've gone and now I'm probably one of those old people that's uh-huh. like... Well, that is the word on the street, do <laughs> <laughs> no, doesn't need to even be on the street, Sean. I'm living it. Um, the only good thing is is that the new people that come are new and they... And they're graduates, so they don't have any knowledge, so we can... <laughs> mould them. Mould them. Exactly. That's a good word, yeah. Mm. So yeah. If, if you could rewind all that way back to when you first started out with the wisdom that you gain now after all this time, I'm going to claim wisdom on your mm. behalf. No, What's the one thing that you wish you would have known that you get to now share with the, the new graduates who are starting out in this field? And then I'll say this to the new graduates. Everybody makes a mistake. Everybody, even now, you'll do something and you go, well, you know, why did I do that? Mm. You know, and it's okay. You don't want to – we're not in a, in a field where you can sort of hide your mistake and just no. pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> you have to admit to it. You have to own up to it. Yeah. You have to acknowledge it. And, you know, the people you work with are going to go, that's okay because we've all made – a mistake and we've all made that mistake or we've all I can remember this happening and you know and you can draw on your own you know experiences and knowledge and go well you know you just the thing is you won't do it again you do it once mm-hmm. and you you know and some things are minor and they and they bless them they take you know like 
we a towel clip went to the gu- into the garbage. Now that's not the end of the world because we've got hundreds of towel clips. Mm-hmm. A what? Sorry? A ta- it holds the drapes. I mean, most of our all our drapes are sticky, but we use a towel clip maybe to hold a quiver or which is the thing that we put our diathermy in, which cauterises <laughs> them. This is a crash course. It's for like you. going back to kindergarten for you, ladies. It's an oh, sure. Let me hold it's, your hand. It's an instrument okay. that is not actually used on in the patient. Yeah. So you know, it is part of the count. We count it, but sometimes they go into the mm-hmm. garbage. And you've got a CSD or ring us and mm. say, we're missing them. Ah, okay. We then have to sure. find it. Sure. And this grad was quite distressed about it. And mm. I said, look, you know, we'll find it. It's not the end of the world. Excuse me, there's my morning tea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Still having morning tea. Oh, See, theatre has changed, oh, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Fruit toast. <laughs> God bless Tasmania. We never had fruit toast in the beginning when I first started here. No. Is that right? Yeah. Welcome to the future, Deirdre. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said to him, look, we've all done that. Mm. It's a real idea that it'll happen and you do it. You just, yeah, you yeah. know, good, you just. Good words of advice. Yeah. And, you know, you still do things and you think, well, what did you do that for? You know, like mm. stop and think. and Not to them, to, you know, to myself, mm. I think, mm. you know, why? So. But it, it is hard, isn't it, Deidre, to get experienced theatre nurses? Oh, it's very hard, yeah. Yeah, so we really have to grow because and mentor we, our we, grads. We yeah. did it as part of, our, as a part of our training, which was one of the reasons why I thought that that was the way I'd go from when I did my training. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is hard. And some of, some of them are pick it up straight away. Yeah. Some of them you really have to... And you think, oh, I don't know. It's not for everybody. No. No, absolutely not. You've got to be really organised. You've got to have a really organised, I don't know about your mind because sometimes that goes right (laughs) off. But you've got to be really organised and you've got to be really neat and tidy. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I am very proud of the fact that I am exceptionally neat tidy <laughs> that table made very neat and tidy and i set up exactly the same way as if you know whatever i'm doing mm. so i know that that's where it is that's where it always is that's where it goes that's where it belongs and i am told that the surgeons do like to have you in their theater <laughs> theater so I, I imagine that's one of the reasons why I'm very organised. Yeah, they yeah. can rely on you to, yeah. to be there doing the same thing. Yeah. And there's no surprises <laughs> for them. <laughs> is your house neat and tidy too, just by the by? Well, it, it, it's not only neat and tidy, <laughs> okay. you know, like, but I do have to do a tidy round before I go to bed. Oh, yeah. good on you. know, yeah. <laughs> your cushions yeah. have to be fluffed yes. and, you know. And you clean as you cook, don't you? Who, yeah, duh. <laughs> like. Because there's two very different philosophies in my house as well. I'm the cleaners you cook and other members may not be. Well, (laughs) my oldest son, who's quite a decent cook, no cleaners you go. And and I always (laughs) like the fact that... At least I'll get to clean the kitchen when he's finished. Yeah. yeah. And the spray and wipes out and everything's wiped down. And, you know, and I'll say to him, look. Like he's never here. (laughs) (laughs) And when he goes, goes back to work for the week, I think... <laughs> when he comes home from the weekend, like I'll go home this afternoon and there'll be work boots there. Yeah. And there'll be a hat. I've never known one, like he's 30, he's a man child, to have so many hats. Please, hats, <laughs> shoes, 
He's got more shoes than I've had hot dinners and I've had a few in my time. <laughs> shoes. He's like the Imelda Marcos. Every time. More shoes turn up. Hats. Clothes. Shoes and hats. Loves them. Wow. Loves them. Oh, oh, okay. yes. And Maxie says to me now, Nana, show me Uncle Bob's room because I bet it's really messy. Oh, wow. And I go, Maxie. You've got no idea. And I take the phone in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely see the floor. And shut, so you he, shut that door and walk Oh, no, I shut yeah. the door exactly. Yeah. I just go, no. Yeah. That's pretty fallen if a three-and-a-half-year-old can pick that. Well, he likes to then take me into his room, claiming that it's neat and tidy. Look my room, Nana. Look how neat and tidy it is. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, well, Mummy's probably not let you play in here, has she? No, <laughs> no, that's right, Nana. I have to but there's something magical about a little kid's mess. Because oh, the blocks yeah. go in that box in that spot mm. and all the little army men go in that box yeah. and that. It's just mm. so easy to clean up. Yes. Whereas adult mess is just, yeah, you just much messier. I don't, where? Where do you get that from? Because I know his dad's a neat and tidy person. Yeah. He's just bone idle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not bone idle. That's no. all you know. How, you work a lot too, don't you, Deidre? Well, I work um, every second weekend and I'm on call... Um, three weekends out of four. Wow. But I like that. Yeah, I you like, like to that. keep busy. Yeah, um, I do have usually have Wednesday, Thursdays off in the middle of the week. I've now I found that the as hump, I've got you older, need the hump day. Well, as I've got older, I need to have two days off in a row yeah. because you one day I used to have Monday and Thursday, but you do if you had a busy weekend, you do nothing on your Monday. You go back to work, and then come Thursday, you think. I've got all those jobs that I've got to do now, you know. Mm. So at least if you've got two days off in a row, you can go, right, well, you can do nothing on this day and then tomorrow. But I, you know, I had to do the two weeks um, isolation when I came back from overseas and um, I thought, well, I don't know how I'm going to go with this. But cruise on, (laughs) loving my life. Oh, and you got to do it in your own house. In my own house, yes. And having spent, we went to New York Oh, good timing. <laughs> Came back just in time mm. um, with uh, Brad, Meg and Max. And so two weeks by myself without a three-year-old. <laughs> that sounds like therapeutic so, time. Careful, Nana. Big step off the escalator inside. Mm. Big step, oh, big step, gorgeous. Nana. Big step. Oh, righto, Maxie. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Let's so go to M&M World, Nana. Re- again? <laughs> <laughs> so that was great that you, you got out of New York and then and you got to be home. Yeah. Have you have you noticed anything in terms of COVID, in terms of theatre and COVID and how COVID's impacted the way you work in theatre? Have you had too many challenges or differences? I haven't. I haven't myself noticed any. And the the cha- the the only difference I've noticed is now that the tea room is quite. We can only have eight in the tea room, mm-hmm. so that you sort of if you're just ducking in to have a quick drink. You've sort of got to pick your time mm-hmm. so that there's not any more than eight people in there. But as for we've obviously got enough PPE for what we need to do. We seem to be on top of, you know, our testing. We're tested at the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone seems to be coping. There doesn't seem to be any, you know... I know a few people have taken time off, yeah, extended leave, but we're still... The staff that are there are managing and we don't seem... There's no sort of... Crying in the corner and yeah. head holding and oh my god, what are we going to do? And mm. getting on with and the job, just yeah, 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 because you know that's what we have got a job and our patients depend on us to yeah. be the voice of reason. 
That's why you put them to sleep, so you don't have Absolutely to have those voice of reason so words. <laughs> so can I ask you then, what what is your favourite part of the job? What is the thing that you think, gee, that's just a cracker of a part of my role? Well, sometimes it's going home, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, know, just looking after the patients, and even though they don't know that we're we're actually looking after them. Which, I mean, they know we're looking after mm. them, but, you know, we're just doing what we do and what we do really well, you know. The, the staff here at Calvary are really... The theatre staff are really, really good, mm. you know, and everyone who's in their specialty is really patient-focused, mm. you know, so I think... Yeah, wonderful. You know, I, I've noticed a real a real um, togetherness in the Lena Valley Theatre Complex over mm. the last two years maybe uh, where they seem to really have come together in, in a bit of more of a culturally uh, collective group, I yeah. guess. I think Tanya's done a lot to – had a lot to do with that. Yeah, you know, agree. she's very welcoming and very friendly towards absolutely everybody. Yeah. Um, and that just, you know, just feeds down and, you know, everyone feels it and – you can go to her with anything and yeah, she's always around. And yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah. I think Tanya will be happy to hear that that's yeah. how people feel. But certainly um, I know there's a new biz- a new building. How do, mm. you, how do you think people have liked the new building or how, what do you think about um, the, It's good. It's, it's really nice. A little bit more storage would have been nicer. Sure, yeah. You know. yeah. But, um, you know, it's nice to be able to... Even though a lot, I spend a lot of my time in theatres one, two, and th- one and two usually, um, and we get a view of the endoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful building, yeah, oh. as opposed to the other side <laughs> where you can get the, you know, the no, the you know Newtown Vista. Uh, yes. But you know, you can see it at you know, the tea room, or you can go down the right at the end of the, that end corridor at the mm. big corridor, and you can stand there and yeah. and look out. Um, so that's really nice to be able to see. Yeah. Some daylight and because... So you'd like a big mural of a sunset over the Caribbean, Some perhaps yeah. on the side of endoscopy. In that tea room wall, <laughs> yeah. we could do something. Yeah. But um, no, it's really nice. It's nice to have some freshness mm. for mm. Old, old jaded people. <laughs> <laughs> You're mostly scrub? Scrub scout. I do I a do. little bit of anaesthetics okay. yeah. when required. And what do you prefer? Depend on what the case is. You know, if it's a really long case and, you know, this isn't a sporting injury. Um, uh, (laughs) I've um, hurt my ankle. Um, So standing for long periods of time is not comfortable Mm. at the moment. But I don't mind. I'm happy to if um, someone particularly wants to scrub for a case or, you know, you'll double scrub a grad and just sort of stand back and let them do it. But they are comfortable knowing that you're still there, that you can step in. And I think the surgeons like to see that you're scrubbed as well yeah, so that yeah. you can step in if yeah. something happens um, doing that. even. But, you know, you've still got to, you know, go through the paperwork and the computer work with um, the new grads as well. So going through all that and teaching them that. Yeah. That's always um, nice. So it just depends on who you're working with and what, what and, the situation is. And what calls. the situation is and, you know, who wants to do what. We sort of take a little – yeah. I mean, the anaesthetic person obviously does anaesthetics, but, the you know, the rest of us will just sort of, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. Well, what about yeah. if I do these two and you do those two and then yeah. we'll reassess? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. And so. Deidre, 
having been here for so long, if you could give me as a, as a member of the executive some words of wise counsel or advice, what would you give me? <laughs> Let me think. Oh, be kind, Deidre. Be kind. <laughs> um, your presence is always around. You know, like we always know that there's someone from executive around. So it's always nice to know that if the if for whatever reason um, Tanya wasn't there or we couldn't go, I suppose. I know that when I first started here, we had um, the the nuns were still here, still sitting in the foyer, and they would go around and and I know that's not your role, but and I'm old school, so we used to have a matron who knew mm. all the patients. Mm-hmm. She would go and say good morning to all every mm. patient, and when you had to, <laughs> this is going back. I was trained in 1980, so, you know, that's... <laughs> so you had to have the quilt would say New South Wales Health and if Matron stood at the end of the bed, that she had to be able to read that. So if you had the quilt backwards, upside down... Mm. You were in big trouble. <laughs> Joseph Pan Room. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the pan room. But as, going back to your question, um, I don't know, I think just being there and... Mm. You seem to be doing a good job. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like availability. It sounds yeah, like. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay, thank mm. you. Yeah, and I think that's one of the real strengths of our executive is they're not aloof and in an ivory tower. No, yeah, that's exactly right. We yeah. need people who understand what's going on on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't actually understand theatre. I'm the was the worst theatre nurse in the world, <laughs> <laughs> and it all sort of scares yeah. me a little bit. But well, if you've learned as much as I have in the last <laughs> half hour, you'll be fine. <laughs> I think you have it, or you don't have it. Yes, you know. I don't yeah. have it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's been a real pleasure getting to know you and a little oh, bit about you. who you are and and. Why you do what you do, and mm. you know we we want to thank you, Deidre, for being here for so long and being such a role model for our students and for our new staff, and for holding up the Calvary values in the way that you do instinctively and intuitively, because that's just the person you are. Oh, thanks, thanks. I just need to tell you this funny story. Tanya said to me, "Oh, you must tell them this <laughs> funny story." So a long time ago, in the mid, oh no, I started in. I started here in nine, so it was mid nineties, and I was driving to work, and I was driving up Mole Street, mm. and I got stuck behind this white car. It was going really slow, <laughs> and we went the back way through West Hobart down Hill Street, up Hill Street, and he was going so slow round. We went up Mellifont Street, and it was so slow. I started to roll back. That's how oh. slow oh, no. it was going. So, and we came around, and I thought. Come on, mate. I'm, you know, I've got to get to work. <laughs> and you know Altner Craig, which is just up yeah. here? Well, Altner Craig's got that flat bit and then it goes down. Uh-huh. Well, he stopped, got out of the car, came around, mm. banged on the window and I ran down the window or buzzed down the window, whatever it was. And he said to me, you're tailgating me and I'm <laughs> going to report you to the police. And I said to him, you're driving like an old man <laughs> and I've got somewhere to go. <laughs> and then... Followed him all the way down <laughs> into the doc. We used to be able to park underneath the in the doctor's yeah. car park, all the way down there. And I thought, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Who is this? Oh no! And it was I can say his name because he's passed away now. Mr. Oakley, John Oakley. Oh yes. Yeah, 
And oh, so had you not met him before? No. <laughs> he hadn't only just sort of come back, just started here. And I thought, oh, no, so four years. If I was in his theatre, I'd always have a mask on and I'd be like very quiet, put my head down, <laughs> say nothing for years until someone said to him, you know, when, you know, because he used to go on about, you know, he hated people getting too close to him and he'd tell these stories about it. He'd go with the East Coast and people were tailgating him all the time. Uh, and I'd oops. go... <laughs> so it sounds like you're in good company. There were lots of tailgaters oh, in his world. Oh, he was just... Like, I was... Rolling backwards on Mellifon Street, he was you, going. You don't so want to lose your forward momentum on Mellifon. No, no, you've got to, you've got to get because <laughs> you know you want to get that around that corner. So yeah. Did he ever realise that? No, someone told him. Oh, they did. Okay. And he looked, and I thought, I won't have Nurse Joseph no. in my room, <laughs> my theatre again, please. Get rid of her. She's oh, gone. No. So no, he was. He laughed in the end, but oh, I thought. Well, you get the last laugh because here you are, still doing what you do. Well I'm done. still here, <laughs> yes, not driving up, well, managing to get up Mellifon Street yeah. now. But, uh, yeah, so I did say to Tanya, she said to me, you must tell them that story. And I went, <laughs> oh, okay then, Tanya. <laughs> so that's for you, Tanya. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in and, and joining us. Thank you for having me. Exiting from theatre and, and coming and having a chat. We really appreciate yeah, that. Lovely. Thank you, teacher. Thank you. It's been a hard day's night. I've been working. And you've been listening to The Short Shift, stories of nurses and midwives from Calvary, Hobart. <laughs>